Girl, your journey starts here. Focuses on helping women in business master their mental health and entrepreneurship. Hosted by Olivia B. Shepard, Transformation Biz Coach, this podcast presents the best content on business, self-development, mental health, and self-care. Based on a completely different approach than other similar podcasts, Olivia also narrates how this content applies to womanhood, feminism, and everything in between. With Olivia, you will have your moment of transformation no matter where you are in your life. Hello and welcome to another episode of Girl Your Journey Starts Here. I am Olivia B. Shepard, your transformation and business coach. I am happy to be here a week after my Mother's Day weekend. No, I did not drop a um, episode last week because I was too busy crossing the pond. Yes, I, as my of mature age, decided to pledge a sorority. And last weekend was my crossing. And I spent Mother's Day weekend in Atlanta, Georgia, actually doing that. Um, I am now a proud woman of Sigma Tau Sigma Sorority, Sorority Incorporated. I am super excited about this because this was a lifetime dream of mine to pledge a sorority. You know, um, these were some of the things that were on my list as a, as a little girl, you know, just different things that I had on my list, like being a teacher, you know, pledging a sorority, going to college, different things like that. And as I am getting older, um, you know, life events happen. So sometimes things don't go as planned. Well, I got to pledge the sorority 2.5 months ago. Um, it was hell. I will tell you that because I'm an older person. I don't have time for nobody telling me what to do or writing essays, but it was a really great experience. It taught me so much, and I'll probably talk about that um, in another episode, but this is why I didn't drop one last week because I was crossing the pond. So I really thoroughly enjoyed my Mother's Day weekend doing something um, on my list of dreams that I want to come true and it did and it was an amazing weekend and I'm super excited about it but and we that's what that's what's going to bring us to our uh, discussion today because although I was doing something that was on my list of dreams I still felt like crap okay um it was, you know, even though it was the most amazing experience being with my Saras, meeting my Saras, um, we were the first line to cross since the pandemic. So we got to see each other. We got to touch each other. We got to hug each other. We got to actually spend time in prayer and just, you know, being sisters. And I went back to my room and just cried because I felt horrible. And there were some things leading up to that. Um, but that goes to my topic today, which is we don't look like we hurt. Now, as some of you all may know, May is Mental Health Awareness Month. And so I've been talking about mental health awareness on my Facebook and my Instagram page. I've been making t-shirts. I've been speaking um, to different um, groups. I've been um, talking in my mental health advocate group. I have been just trying to get the word out there about mental health because, you know, as much as we say we believe or people believe that it exists, they don't 
still fully understand it because they can't see it. See, people think because I was on, I put my pictures on Facebook in my, you know, in my, my beautiful dress and my new hair and the makeup and the high heels. And I'm just, you know, smiling from ear to ear in these pictures. But the whole entire time I was feeling like crap. Now I am in between my medications. Um, so I haven't started my new medication. So I know that has a little bit to do with it. But also life is going on with me. I'm still reeling from, you know, the bull crap that happened in March. Um, I'm still dealing with some other issues. So it it was hard for me to be in the element and in the zone of what I was supposed to be doing because all I kept thinking about is what's going to happen when I leave here. Okay. I had to drive to Atlanta by myself. My husband nor my son um, went with me. Um, My husband just didn't care to go. And my son didn't really want to go because he just didn't want to go. He didn't want to wear the outfit, you know, blah, 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 blah. Um, but I had my Soros there to help me through this, but let's go back up about a couple of days before Friday of last week, I wrote a letter to my big sister to explain to her that I was done. I did my last assignment. I passed my test, but I explained to them that I was not going to be making it on that weekend. And I had several reasons why I could not go. And I had made it up in my mind that this was going to happen. This was not going to happen, you know, and I asked God, you know, like, why did you let me get so far for me to have to pull out right now? Well, needless to say, my sisters band together. They made sure I got down there and I'm forever grateful for the true sisterhood because they were like adamant. Hey, we got to come get you. We will, we will come up to Columbia, South Carolina, and we will come get you, and we will do this. You know, so I ended up driving by myself, but you know what? It was the best thing because I enjoyed my drive down. I listened to music the entire way. I, you know, threw my sunglasses on. I had my sunroof open, and it was in a really good drive from here, from South Carolina to Georgia. I really thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, I got there in no time and it was a very, very enlightening drive because I got to think about some things about my life and, and, and things that I want to change still continuously in my life. But to come to the topic of, we don't look like we hurt. See so many people because they don't understand mental health throw me away, put me to the side because they don't understand. How can you be sad and smiling at the same time? They don't understand that you can be tearing your hair apart, scratching, um, hadn't eaten all, all day. You, your skin is sunk in, but you are trying to make it through the day. You're trying to smile. You're trying to keep up with this image. You're trying to keep this mask from being uncovered. And it doesn't mean that we're not hurting. It doesn't mean that we don't have this disease. We're just trying to cope and be who we need to be for you all. So I have so many people that dismiss my illness. You know, I've had church members tell me, leadership church members tell me, It's attention seeking. Mental health is not attention seeking. 
But if we do things that require that we might have to have a little bit more attention than some of your normal people, it's not that we're seeking attention or we need the spotlight, but that's, you don't know what it's like for a mental health person who's always been rejected. See, you don't understand it. So what you don't understand, you put down. And I couldn't understand that people in the church would do this to me because you don't understand something that you don't even care to read up on. You don't care to get educated, educate your congregation. No, it is better if we say to you, you're attention seeking. You just want everybody to, 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 to deal with you. But not one time did any soul ask me, how do we help you? Help us understand mental health. Do a seminar in the church. Talk. Nobody did that. You know, I heard some, some of the things in the church. Oh, well, I suffer from depression sometimes, but oh, you know, oh my God, I just pray that thing away and I just pray. See, there we go. Because anybody that suffers from cancer and I literally saw somebody who suffered from cancer in the church and we damn near celebrated it. We celebrated the cancer. We celebrated the, her going through the radiation. We celebrated her going through chemo. We celebrated all of these things. We walking around wearing pink. We walking around doing all these things. But when it comes to mental health, a damn pin drop. Because you don't understand it, you demean it. Because you don't understand it, you decide to sit, keep kick it aside but let's just talk about her. She's just attention seeking. And not only does my church members, my ex church members did, did this, did this. It's my husband. It's my son. It was my family members. It was people who did come to me on Facebook and said, you don't look like you hurt. I wrote my first ebook actually about this is on Amazon right now. Black girl down. We don't look like we hurt. Because I did mask my pain with hair, nails, clothes, weaves. I did not want to show you all the weak side of me because in my family, I was known as the loud mouth rebel. I was known as the one who will tell you like it is. Now I'm still all of those things, but I suffer from mental health issues. And instead of people asking me why I drank so much, they just talked about me when people, when I was going back and forth to jail, instead of them saying, let's do an intervention. Let's try to get her some help. No, they talked about me. My husband to this day thinks that his mother is the only person that he'll tell me in a quick second. She's depressed. She's just depressed. And I'm like, get the hell over it because don't come to me about your mother being depressed, but I can't be. And y'all already know whole, this whole thing about mother-in-laws. Anyway, and then those of y'all know too how I feel about that, my mother-in-law, that particular mother-in-law. But anyway, I digress. So I don't talk about my mental health issues. I didn't talk about my diagnosis, my new diagnosis. When I say that I'm, when I have, like I have to go to therapy on Monday. I don't say I got to go to my therapist. I just say I got to go to my doctor. Because he doesn't believe in it. 
it, it only helps, it only works or is believable because his mother suffers from it. My son suffers from it, but he can't understand why my mama, why mama suffers from it. Why my mama looked like this. Why my mama hurt like this. Why, why was my mama in the crazy hospital? So he called it because we don't look like we hurt because we've been the strong ones all the time. No, it's not attention seeking when we're crying, when we're, you know, I did seek attention because I've been rejected for so long of my life. So, yes, sometimes I used to do things like I needed to be the flamboyant one. I needed to be, you know, the one in the front all the time. Yes, I did do those things. But how dare you not know my background, not know anything about what I'm suffering? Because you already know ahead of time when I meet people that I am a mental health sufferer. So you already know what the hell going on with me. So how dare you decide that because I don't understand it, I am going to just judge it. And so people are sitting around judging you because you don't look like you hurt. But see, what y'all don't realize is when it comes to mental health, the exact same things that people with cancer are going through or people with diabetes, guess what? We go through them too. We lose hair. Y'all think I got a head full of hair up underneath this wig? I got some hair, but it's thin because I'm constantly shedding. No more than what's going on with people who have radiation. I've lost weight. I've gained an ass weight. Now I'm in my gaining weight phase because now I'm eating everything in sight because I'm trying to cope with not drinking alcohol to solve this problem. There were days when I lost so, I remember a time a couple of years ago before I tried to commit suicide, I lost so much weight. And everybody's like, girl, your weight looks, your weight loss looks so good on you, girl, girl, you look good. And I'm, and I'm literally saying, well, cause I'm distressed and I'm depressed. Girl, please, you know, you're not, you ain't got nothing to be worried about. How the hell do you know? Don't let the house, the car, the nails, the hair fool you. And guess what happened? I end up checking myself into a mental hospital because I tried to commit suicide. I had a business, house, car, everything. But I wanted to end it. Because see, I don't look like I hurt. You think that we, just the way that the medications that you might be on if you have cancer or whatever else, the illness you can actually see, you think that we don't have medications that we take that makes make us ill? I've had several medications that didn't even work. I've had several medications that made me sleepy. I don't know what my new medication is going to do, but I was told that it's going to make me feel so much better. better. I, we suffer just like people with cancer. And so while y'all are out here running around buying pink, for cancer awareness month or breast cancer, how about buy some green this month? Put some green ribbons on your car for someone you know, someone you love, even yourself, who suffers from mental health issues. Wear green for me. Every time you hear mental health, think about me. 
If this is your first time listening to my podcast and you didn't even know that I suffered because you've seen me on Facebook and you you just saw the me smiling and looking beautiful, I exactly. I do. I am a bipolar woman. And I don't look like I hurt, but I do. See, you all don't see the scars that some of us have for cutting. See, because they have, we have a way of masking everything. Some of you all don't see the fact that we're puking at night. Some of you all don't see on on our makeup when our eyes are sunken in and dark and blacked. See, some of y'all don't see that. But see, it's easier for you to judge what you don't understand. But see, the first thing that comes to your mind is snap out of it. There's no way you could be depressed. You know, I remember my husband telling me when, when I was the caretaker to my father, when he was living in my household. And I mean, when I tell you, I was like a mess. And when my father finally left and I got him into a better place. Well, at that time they took him away from me because it was a mess. Anyway, um, I had got him to a place and I was still depressed because by this time now those PTSD had sunk in. I was going through a lot trying to take care of a man who never freaking took care of me. I'm, I'm doing doctor's appointments with a man that never, ever in his life went to a doctor's appointment for me. How the hell do you not think that makes me crazy? And when my, when my dad finally left and I got my house back together, you know, cause I had people running in and out my house for like, Three to five. I think my dad lived here six months and I had more nurses in and out my house, in and out the house. I mean, when I tell you my house was a hospital, it smelled like one. It was just all, I mean, all of the things that I could not take, all of the things I was not ready for. And when my, when my father finally left and I got my husband together and, and I was still depressed. Cause like I said, this, by this time, PTSD had sunk in. I wasn't feeling well. I mean, it was just a mess. And my husband was like, well, you shouldn't be depressed no more. Your dad's gone. It doesn't work that way, people. It is a chemical imbalance in your brain. Period. Because how come when I take the medication, I feel better? If it's just some imagination thing that we could just pray away. You do not sit around. You don't tell a cancer patient to pray it away. But what you do is you go sit with that cancer patient and you pray with them. Well, we need that same type of energy as mental health sufferers. Pray with us. Sit down and ask what you can do for us. Because there are days, like I put in my post the other day, when I need a big fat hug. Remember, I'm a coach. I encourage, I had one of my sorrows say, sometimes Olivia, you need to take the same advice you give to everybody else. And she was right. Because there are times when I need to take my own advice. Sometimes we need a hug. Sometimes we need to ask somebody to ask us, are we okay? Can we come sit with you? But if I was suffering for cancer, y'all would be bringing damn casseroles. You'd be offering to clean my house. You'd be offering to literally go to the store for me. 
Why not do that for me? Because I suffer from mental health issues. Yesterday, all I could do was sleep yesterday. Sometimes it feels like I'm fighting. My body is aching so bad. I can't get out of bed. I can't fix my hair. I don't want to shower. I don't want to come into my office to record a podcast. I don't want to do any work with my clients. I didn't even want to clean my house yesterday. But not one soul said, well, you know, I know you're feeling bad today. I don't know what's going on, but can I bring you a casserole? Uh, No. Because we don't look like we hurt. But we do. And what you need to know as a person who doesn't understand what mental health issues are or, or what it is, you need to get yourself educated. Because what's happening now is more Americans suffer with this illness than you realize. You have soldiers committing suicide constantly. You have black men committing suicide or black men walking around here suffering. You have white men. You have white women. You know, y'all Y'all are so busy saying that, you know, we can't understand mental health issues, so we just don't deal with it. Look at Kate Spade. A rich woman, y'all probably have bought some of her stuff. Found hanging. Her husband, child, had to find her. To this day, we still don't know what happened to Kate Spade. But she's gone. Robin Williams, great comedian. To this day, we still don't know. We all we know, he was found hanging too, if I'm not mistaken. But correct me if I'm wrong. He had everything. We all, we've laughed at Robin Williams. Some of you all know him a, a bit more than we do. I do because you're all a lot older. If you listen to this podcast, you're a lot older. But gone. Gone. Because he didn't look like he hurt. And I can name tons of others. Because they don't look like they hurt. We don't look like we hurt. So there is nothing wrong with us. So let me dismiss you. That's not how this works. May is Mental Health Awareness Month. Walk around and get you a green, put something green on. Get a green pen. Buy a t-shirt from me. Support people who suffer from mental health issues. If someone is telling you that they're depressed and they're not feeling good, believe them. Because the worst thing you can do is say, pray about it, it'll be all right, and walk out that room. Because that might be the last time you see that person. We're not attention-seeking. We're just looking for love. A lot of us been rejected. A lot of us had bad memories with our family members and parents. Remember, it's Mother's Day weekend. This is the first Mother's Day weekend that I did not celebrate with my mom. I've been rejected all my life. And I have been always trying to fit in. I tried to be in everybody's group because I'm trying to fit in. And it's not attention seeking. It's just trying to find love in places 
that you can get it, where we can get it. So when you decide to say to that person that you're attention seeking, I mean, you may need to rethink that statement and go Google mental health. Hell, call me. Ask me to give you some stats on it. Ask me to run, get, run you a list down of how people feel, what we should, we should say to somebody. Because nine times out of ten, we just want a hug. Nine times out of ten, we just want somebody to listen. We are thinking in our minds that things are never going to be okay. Although they will. But we don't need you all to dismiss us because we don't look like we hurt. Going back to my sorority weekend, each and every one of my sorrows were beautiful. They were coming up to me, hugging and kissing. But every time I got back in my room, I would sit at that desk and just put my head down and cry my eyes out. Even though I am literally living out one of my dreams and I could not fully embrace the moment because my head was so screwed up. My depression, my anxiety could not let me enjoy what was one of the most important days of my life besides having my son and my marriage. I couldn't enjoy it like I wanted to because my brain wouldn't let me. Now, I didn't tell any of my sorrows. I just played my part. I continued on and I got through the weekend. And, but on my way back, I was a ball of tears. Even though, but I'd had to also re, you know, do redo my thinking and say, you know what? You just celebrated something. You just checked off your list. So I had to do some positive talk, self positive talk. Start, you know, changing my thinking. Like Olivia, this is what you did. This is one of your dreams. Just like me becoming a teacher. I always wanted to become a teacher. I actually did that. So I know how to cope, but there are days when I just can't. And I fully admit that. But there are days we don't look like we hurt. This weekend, it didn't look like I was hurting. Those pictures don't look like I was hurting, but I was. And you wouldn't tell a cancer patient this. So when you are listening to this podcast and you're saying to yourself, you know, maybe I need to go talk to that coworker that is constantly sad all the time. Don't dismiss her as just the, the office grump. She seriously made, you know, now I'm not talking about everybody because everybody does. There are people that don't do it, seek attention and just a hot mess, but y'all know who that person is. But if you have that, that person that is constantly not feeling well, go check on that person. If you see someone that is doing behavior that you know that it's not good, they're drinking too much, they're eating too much, they lost too much weight, you check on that person. How dare you get to say that I'm going to write this person off because I just don't feel like dealing with mental health issues because I just don't believe it's a thing. It's a thing. So when you're buying pink for everything, 
breast cancer awareness, lupus for, what is it, purple for lupus, autism, get you some green for mental health awareness month. Because we are warriors, warriors. We struggle every day and we're fighting every single day. It's a battle. No, we don't look like we hurt sometimes. I'm not a cutter, so that's not the way I deal with my mental health. My scars are invisible. You can't see them. But it doesn't make them not real. So today, once you're done listening to this podcast, you go research mental health. You go look back at my blog. You go look at some, you know, friend me on Instagram and Facebook. Go to my YouTube channel and listen to some of my videos. Go back through some of my older podcasts. Mental health issues are real. They are here to stay. And I know that everybody now is talking about pandemic mental health issues. Give me a break. Yeah, we all were depressed last year. You're right. Because we you're depressed because you couldn't go out the door. Yeah, that make anybody depressed who likes going outside. But now that we're, guess what? We're back open. We don't talk about mental health no more, do we? My, the, the, the woman that's over the foundation, the mental health advocacy program that I'm in, you know, she was like, well, you know, now that all these celebrities are talking about mental health, she's like, well, we'll take everything we can get, you know, but I call foul on that. I dare some rich behind person who didn't lose their, their business or nothing sitting in a 63,000 square foot home with bowling alleys and, and, and bars and, and, and several kitchens and all of the gadgets in the world. Tell me about mental health issues. I was a small business owner who lost business. Please. No, I, I call foul on that. But guess what? It's so funny to me because you all will listen to a celebrity but won't listen to me. An actual person that's actually living this. An actual person that you can touch, that you can see, that you don't need to have, I don't have a bodyguard around me. You don't need my autograph. I am actually here for you to see, for you to talk to, for you to ask questions. So after this podcast, you start thinking before you speak to people you don't know anything about when it comes to this issue. Don't dismiss them. Pray with them. Listen to them. Hug them. Let them know that you will be there. No, you don't have to. I don't understand cancer. But it doesn't stop me from saying, can I bring you a casserole? It doesn't stop me from saying, can I be there for you? Well, that's what people with mental health issues need to. If your next door neighbor is never coming at their house and they're constantly in there, you need to go check on them. You need to treat us with the same energy and respect you treat a cancer patient. Wear green for me. 
wear green for all of us who fight this illness every freaking day. It's real. We can't pray it away. We can't snap out of it. But we do want you all to understand, to listen, to be there for us. Just like you would for anybody else who suffered with illness that you could see. So we don't look like we hurt. Our scars are invisible. But they're there. And that's it. That is it. Thank you for tuning in this week. This I'm very passionate about this topic, as you can hear. And for the rest of the, the, the month, um, every Friday, I'll be talking about something that's relating to mental health. This topic is very near and dear to me, not only because I suffer from it, but I, I, I'm very furious that other people put such a stigma on it. I'm very furious that people wrote me off and told me I was attention seeking. I'm very furious that people don't want to discuss it because it makes them feel some type of way. I've never had cancer before, but I discuss it. So don't take our illnesses lightly. Mental health is a thing. We suffer from it. It's real. And before you write us off, think about that. The next time you write us off could be the last time you see us. And you don't want that on you. You don't want to be the one to say, you know what? I just spoke with her and I, I didn't even, I didn't even talk to her. She's always depressed. I I, I didn't even talk to her. Now she's dead. Don't write us off. You wouldn't write off anybody who suffered from something you can see. You don't see cancer. You just see the effects of it. But look closely. You can see our wounds outside sometimes too. So wear green this month. The rest of the month, if you're wearing green and you're on my Facebook, send me a picture. I would love to shout you out. I have T-shirts for sale. If you want to buy a T-shirt and just wear it every May in, you know, in support of me or somebody you know, most of all, 10% of my proceeds go to Mental Health, uh, Rethink Mental Health Incorporated, which is um, the place where I'm an um, advocate. So 10% of your, your donations will, I mean, your, your, my profit will go to my, um, my advocacy. Just learn about it. Just learn about it. Don't let someone be the reason why they commit suicide because you didn't understand. Have a great week. I am praying for you all. I am rooting for you all. I am here for those of you who need to talk. I am also here for those who need coaching and counseling. Now, of course, I'm not a licensed therapist. 
But I do have my new six-week program that's coming, Heal, Grow, Transform, six weeks with me to learn how to go through this, to learn how to heal through this, how to transform your thoughts about who you are while we're going through this. But if you need a mentor, if you need someone to talk to, you can definitely reach out to me. You, you don't burden me. I stay up all hours of the night talking to people. Even when I'm sleepy, I'll say, hold, you know, like, give, me, give me two hours and I'll call you right back. Because <laughs> everybody know I go to bed like the birds. Like I literally go to bed early. But I will be there for you. Because nobody was there for me. And I vowed when God saved me from my last suicide attempt. This is when I decided to become a coach when I was in the hospital and I wrote in my diary and I said, how do I become a life coach? How do I become a certified life coach? I thought about all the things that I could do. Cause I was like, I'm never going to let anybody else suffer this fate that I did. And I meant that God brought me, God saved me for a reason. So you are not a burden. Don't ever think that. And you're not alone. Have a great weekend. I look forward to another episode on next Friday. Y'all stay tuned because I said it's like I said, it's May. Um, it's Mental Health Awareness Month. And that's what I'll be talking about. So peace and love to you all. Welcome back to my subscribers. Welcome new subscribers. I'm glad you are here. Please leave me a comment. Please rate my podcast. I, a sister, a sister would love that. Okay. Thank you all again for tuning in. I'll see you all. Well, I'll, I'll be back on next Friday. Bye now. You've been listening to Girl, Your Journey Starts Here. If you've enjoyed this episode, please feel free to subscribe, rate, and leave a review on your preferred podcast listening platform. We really appreciate that effort. Tune in next time for another episode with your host, Olivia B. Shepard. Until then.